This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. one uh somebody made a joke with a gerbil that's cute that's richard Gere's joke i mean there's there's you know what i learned from hamilton the world is big enough for all of it well Uh, that's what that's what hey okay now i have to look (laughs) okay all right. Holly, please just go to Twitter for those yeah. of you who don't know what is going on. I had on. to get off Wi-Fi and do it on my phone because I didn't well, want the, the alarm bells to go off. The first thing I see is a off. picture of a hairless rat. That's the one that I just, just showed keep Bradley. Just scrolling. Keep scrolling. Because it didn't take me long before. Go to photos. Go to search oh, uh-huh. okay. on Twitter and do yeah. Tommy Lee and you'll see Tommy Lee on a toilet and you won't even notice there's uh, a toilet. You don't, the toilet is like a backdrop. Uh, hey, God. happy Thursday, everybody. What do you do with that thing? Okay. All right. Happy Thursday. Yeah. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. Hi. And um, speaking of things that you put on social media. Ooh. And regret later. Yeah. And take um, down later because that's what, that's what we do. Uh, Kevin Federline. Right. Am I right? Yes, absolutely. I, I believe you're talking about the videos that he posted last night. Yes. Well, uh, here's the thing. He posted some videos alleged to have been recorded by his own children, I think in an attempt to make his uh, former wife, his ex-wife, look bad. Should we say that that's the perhaps top line takeaway? Yeah, I mean, I think his, uh, I don't have the caption in front of me, but he said something along the lines of, you know, this happened when they were 11 and 12. This isn't even the worst of it. I'm just tired of the lies, right? Like he's there to try to prove something with these three videos that he said were on his kids' phones. He said, quote, I cannot sit back and let my sons be accused in this way after what they've been through. Put a pin in that, please. I'd love to. As much as it hurts us, we decided as a family to post these videos. Federline, uh, he wrote that along uh, with then going on, as you pointed out, saying that his kids were 11 and 12 at the time the videos were taken. This is not even also, you said this, the worst of it. The lies have to stop. I hope our kids grow up to be better than this. I... I know you've got issues and I want to hear your thoughts as a parent because my gut reaction just as a human is like the this is gross and that's like I didn't feel I don't feel predisposed to feel like all like anything Kevin does is gross like you know there are probably some in Britney world mm-hmm. that are like whatever he does bad but when I started watching these videos like what 
what? And I said, put a pin in. I can't sit back and let my sons be accused in this way after what they've been through. What are they being accused of? Well, and that's the thing that I didn't quite understand is I don't think the kids are being accused of any. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. But to me, it felt like Kevin Federline, more than anything, was being accused of something. Uh, And that thing was um, the interview he chose to do and speaking publicly about his kids' relationship with their mother. Also, I would also like to point out, and this is probably very deep in the weeds but um he he was part of the restraining order against Jamie Spears who physically yeah. assaulted one of his kids yep. and when he's talking in good in good um ways about Jamie Spears which he has which he has recently done and calling what this video was like somehow maltreatment. Which can you talk about that? So for the listeners who haven't seen the video, yeah. can you talk about what is alleged, supposed, or I think intended for people to think upon yeah. watching these videos? So there are three videos, and uh, one of them takes place in. They all are taken at night. They all are obviously taken kind of undercover. Like the kid has the video open on their lap, which this is a you know a thing, right? Um, the first one is uh, it looks like she's coming into the bedroom while they've been sleeping, and um, they're upset because she woke them up or something and there's an argument kind of ensuing and she is saying no this is my house you need to respect me she brings up robin and people are wondering if it was robin greenhill that she's talking about but she's basically like begging for their respect is it artfully delivered absolutely not um then there's a second video where they're in a car and it seems like they're arguing about one of the boys not wearing shoes in an ice cream shop maybe i i think i mean it's hard to kind of understand the context they were in alaska that i knew that i could figure out that there was some sort of (laughs) argument about whether ice skating or roller skating was harder i don't even know it just seemed like a very random like so far i'm just like okay this is weird and i feel gross being a privy to somebody's like you know inside moments like because families have moments like this where they're not gonna sound amazing but at the same time uh, I can't sit back and let my sons be accused in this way as much as it hurts. Like, again, what are you implying? There's abuse happening? Well, and I think that's sort of what he's trying to imply. But I want to just I, let me throw this out on the table because I don't think you need to be a parent to have this perspective. If you are a person who's in any type of relationship with another person, I would ask, are you always 100 percent your best self in that relationship? No. No. Are there times that you maybe fly off the handle in ways that you oh, regret sure. or you know say things that maybe you don't mean? And and normally that that you know you might think about what you said after the fact and come back to the person and say, "You know, I I've, I've thought about that and I didn't like the way that I said that or did that." But we have no context right. with this so because this is just a clip. That's what's so rude about all of this is that we only are getting a, a, a glimpse of the episode. We don't know if there's been a repair made. We don't know if there was a moment that she came back. And also, when kids are 11 and 12 years old, like it doesn't matter how nice their parents are. Their parents are evil, right? And so, uh, especially in this contentious situation these boys are in, and I'm not saying... This is what is going on. I am saying oh. I understand. Yeah, right. 
I am trying to be kind, though, unlike Kevin Federline. I, I think it's not beyond the realm of possibility that these two boys know that they can play their parents against each other. Of course. And this is a tool to try to get, you know, listen, and every, my my husband is a child of divorced parents, and he talks about it openly now, how he used to try to play them against each other. Um, parents, it's, children play their parents off each other, whether, whether they're divorced, divorced or, or not. not. Absolutely. My kids do it all the time. Ask him, then they come and ask me to see if they'll get a different also, answer. This is also, not, this is not just her behavior. As I question. was, again, not a parent, but as I was listening to this, I was like, these kids are talking to her in a way that indicates to me and now and and look i'm not trying to put blame anywhere but that these children are not used to having boundaries Mm-mm. with how they talk to their parents Mm-mm. and again it's easy for me because i know that kids aren't like a product of their rearing per se so it's not you know, like i'm not there's saying there's a little nurture a little nature yeah like but mm-hmm. it, there's also just life and like right like kids will act out within the boundaries that are happening in their life. And it's clear that the way they talk to their mother, nobody is stepping in and, and um, like pointing out that that's not acceptable. Okay. So I'm so glad you said that because in the first, in that first video, I, my actual response to it was to feel so sad for Brittany because she's literally begging for people to respect her. and Which is what, understandable, right? What, what has she been doing for the last over a decade? Asking people to see her as a human being and respect her mm-hmm. as a human mm-hmm. who has, you know, who, who uh, you know, many people are depending on. She's asking for respect. Now, is it appropriate for her to be asking in that way with her kids? I don't know. That's a question for somebody who's far more, you know. Yeah, and again, maybe she came and back and said, I, I shouldn't have talked yeah. to you like that. We don't know any of this because these videos are. And that's why, like, this idea of, like, I know this is horrible, but I have to share it because the lies must stop. I don't know what lies you're talking about. Well, and did you notice this? He also immediately turned off comments. Like there was no, oh, there was not. By the way, be, those videos are, have long since gone bye bye. Right. So there was no one allowed engagement. Yeah. And then I don't know who or what inspired them to then take them down. Also, I hope our kids grow up better. To be better than this, than what exactly? Than the woman whose parents put her under a conservatorship and would not allow her or, any rights, and now she's dealing with some arrested development. And yeah, better than I the mean, dad who thinks it's in his best <laughs> interest to go to the Daily Mail and talk about his wife's trauma? I, as if he's the victim of her trauma? As if her kids... Like, here's the thing I just want to say really quickly with relation to all of this Britney Spears and her kids. There's a lot of, like, rush to, like, uh, she's a horrible mom or he's a horrible dad or this is a horrible thing. All of these things can be true. Right. Right? Like, Britney has been traumatized. I'm not... I would not be surprised if these children have not been traumatized based on her trauma. Is it possible that she is not her best parent self? Of course. Totally possible. Is it also true that these kids have tremendous support and, you know, resources available to them to get the care that they need throughout this trauma? Yes. So, like, to just boil it down into, like, she's bad, he's good, or he's bad, and she's good. Like, 
all of the like there is a lot going on with all of these people mm-hmm. and it is not and if you think it's easy just because you watched a video on the Instagram or you read a page 6 article mm-hmm. just seems a little overly simplistic. I will say for as hard as Kevin Federline and and in this interview what what we know of this ITV interview which is what kind of like started all of this um he is trying to paint a picture of his house as basically a 50s sitcom. You know, everybody's happy, everybody and gets along. And we know along. what that was really like. Right. <laughs> that worked out well Exactly. For us. But, you know, in his in his painting of the picture, everybody gets along. There's a lot of love there. They're really protective. They're not going to let any of that negativity in. Wasn't there something about his wife? Yes. Did you did you bring up something about I his probably, wife? Probably. No, I can't remember. But his, yeah, well, his wife basically said, like, we're trying to protect them from the chaos basically yeah outside you know this is like sort of the like, safe again space. like that she's the chaos agent and i just i find that to be very gross i i just think all of this is so gross and like you said bradley i think it's complicated i think the the impulse to try to boil it down to one to you know one side or the other side there's so much going on here a, a therapist would have a field day. Well, and I know one thing's true. These kids ain't getting the best that they could get. Oh. And I don't care who you're talking about. And I'm not saying, I'm not applying blame. No. I'm just saying it's clear to me that these kids are being used. And I don't, because I also don't like, I'm just going to say, I don't like that Brittany is so vocal about her relationship with her kids on social media. From my own perspective, just because I don't think that like in my, if I were in her position, and again, I'm not, and I understand the trauma she's been through, which I realize is why she's probably not thinking about that as much as she's thinking about like trying to just put words to something that she's not been able to say, get it totally. But I think at some point in her life, she might look back and think, Maybe better that I, you know, deal with a therapist or somebody one on one because I don't want her to be putting that stuff out there. And then those kids are going to have to deal with it. I mean, they've already got their dad. Right. Like she was exploited. You would think that she would want to try to protect them from being yeah. exploited. And in I the think same her way. heart's in all the right place. Like, right. Like she's saying and doing all the right things. But I just think like. Like you guys, I think for the like going forward, let's take a deep breath. Let's. You know, yeah. keep it off social media. Yeah, let's, let's deal with heal. things privately. Yeah. I will say uh, one last thing. And the thing that I find the most tragic about all of this is that from Britney Spears protect, uh, perspective, the one thing that probably would be the most helpful to her is the thing that also has been the most hurtful yeah. to her, yeah. which is therapy. Yeah. You know, she was therapy was weaponized for her. Yeah. And so the one thing that could possibly bring her to a more healing space is the one thing she's running so far away from because she feels like, like any help. Help is bad help. Yeah, it just breaks my heart. Okay, when we return, ah, uh, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, there's even more dirt in Hollywood. You didn't even know it, but Holly does. Holly's going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts has got all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. What's up, Holly? Hey, girl. Hey. Warner Brothers is trying to figure out what to do with the movie The Flash. Well, yeah. Yeah. As well, they should be. Uh huh. This after Ezra Miller was arrested in Vermont. Mm hmm. Uh, 
Uh huh. So the Hollywood Reporter is saying that three scenarios are currently in play at Warner Brothers on what to do with the Flash. Uh, first, Warner Brothers has received indications that Ezra Miller will seek professional help after returning home to their farm in Vermont after mm. being away. Okay. Yep. So. I hope that's true, but that's also a move. Yeah. Uh, yes. Thank you. Yes. Now, Ezra Miller could then do limited press for The Flash, and the movie would open in movie theaters as planned. Now, the second scenario, even if Miller doesn't reach out for help, Warner Brothers still could put the film out in theaters but Ezra Miller would have a very pulled back role in publicizing the movie. So they would be I mean, like, he's well, still in it, though. Well, here, I mean, here's the thing, Colleen. Apparently, Ezra Miller plays multiple characters and is in almost every scene of the movie The Flash, because in the third scenario, Warner Brothers would pull the movie from release, the movie costing the studio two hundred million dollars wow. oh, well maybe they could take that 90 million dollar movie dust it off and make some money off oh, it hey. <laughs> okay mm-hmm. or or i don't know uh-huh. and this throw in the scoob uh sequel <laughs> and uh there you know i mean you could claw your way back to some profitability i just think if you're making the the calculations on profit that's on you and uh victims be darned that's the frustrating which thing which is sad is that there are actual victims yeah. of Ezra Miller's many behaviors. Also, can we talk about, like, I don't even know who the victims are because it's so, like, there it, There's it's a lot. all over the place. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Now, Ezra Miller was cast as The Flash all the way back in 2014. That same year, The Flash movie was announced. So this movie has been in development for almost a decade at Warner Brothers. And it finally got off the ground in the past couple of years. And by all accounts, it's a really good movie. I mean, they they have really bet the farm on this thing. They sure have, Bradley. It's a key oh, I movie. I wouldn't have bet the farm on. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh. Yeah. There's like yeah. a woman who's missing with her children, and yes. they believe that Ezra Miller helped them or helped the mom escape yeah. the long uh, eye of the law. Yeah, it's. It's but not yet good, we guys. don't know because the mom and the kids are nowhere to be found, and the dad is furiously trying to find his children. Mm-hmm. It's bad. Mm-hmm. It's bad. It's bad. Uh, Matthew Rosengard is making a statement on behalf of his client, Britney Spears, concerning Kevin Federline's videos good. that he put on Instagram mm-hmm. uh, last night, saying that Kevin Federline violated the privacy and dignity of the mother of his children by sharing those private videos on Instagram. Well, I mean, he's not wrong. Mm-hmm. Matthew Rosengart adding in the statement, Brittany has faithfully supported her children and she loves them dearly. Whether he realizes it or not, Mr. Federline has not only violated the privacy and dignity of the mother of his children, he has undermined his own children whose privacy he should protect. Because he does also have many children. Yeah, he's got six. Two with Char Jackson. Uh huh. He's got two with Britney Spears. And two with. Two with his present wife. Yeah. Oh, and I feel like go. there's more. Oh, we're out of here. No, Fine. That, that's it. I think there's that's six. It. Six K-fed yeah. children. Yeah. But we gotta go. Oh, we do have to go. But when we do come, thank you, Holly, for that dirt thank alert. You. And Holly's gonna bring us some pop culture mysteries to solve when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. We're gonna do a little blinded by the item. Mysteries. We are here to solve them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. Colleen.
Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and uh, Holly Roberts is going to deliver them to our ears. We will try to use our brains to solve these pop culture mysteries in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item. Item! Blinded by the Item. Our first celebrity gossip mystery, Colleen and Bradley, is as follows. The writer, actress, producer could have just said no when asked whether the actor was the father of her kids. She mm. didn't. Mindy Kaling. Mm-hmm. Mindy Kaling could have just said no when asked whether the actor, B.J. Novak, was the father of her kids. She didn't. You know, got to keep them guessing. I know. I do love that uh, N.T. Lawyer is so, like, doubles down on this narrative that B.J. Novak is the father. The truth is, maybe he is. And maybe he's not. But also, the truth is, maybe he maybe, is. Those maybe are the, he's not. Those are the only. Maybe options. both are true. Ooh, that's that's actually a fact. It could be true. Yeah, one of them could have one father. The other one could have the other true. father. You know, but we've never. We're never going to see these children. It's just like, oh, who cares? It's her business. Yeah, I don't. But I also think like, I just don't know where the story came from. Like a lot of people have kids. Yeah. Why the obsession with like, Mindy Kaling's her child? Is, is it because child's. her child's is? <laughs> is it because she's been so secretive? I don't like. I don't know. Like the media sometimes is just like, why are you not saying? And then sometimes it's like, maybe I want you to guess. I don't know. Or maybe she's just like trying to downplay it altogether, and it's not working because it's not a big deal. I mean, it's totally not a big deal. Is my right. point? But I think I don't know. <sighs> Clearly, we can't have nuanced narratives when it comes to celebrities' personal Fact. lives. Fact. Blinded by the item. So let's move on to another celebrity let's gossip mystery. Okay. Let's dig into celebrities' personal lives with this bit of gossip. This A-list actress and this former late-night actor not named Pete Davidson have become very close since the actress took his side in a battle between exes. Mm. A battle between exes. And wait, who is the first person described as again? An actress? A minus list actress. A minus list actress and uh not Pete Davidson. Is the is the late night actor. Pete late, Davidson is not the not, late night. Yeah. That is actor. correct. Yes. That is correct. Okay, so uh so we have to come up with both. Yes. So I would say that obviously <laughs> The late night actor. That's not Pete Davidson. Is Daryl Hammond. No. <laughs> is it Jason Sudeikis? Um, is, uh, who took his side recently? An A-minus list actor. This, I, I have not seen this story if it exists, but. You have. Oh, oh what? Both of you have. What? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. An actress spoke out in favor of Jason Sudeikis? Well, not in so many words. But word on the street, gossip mongers, internet scuttlebutt says that she has taken the side of Jason Mindy Sudeikis. Mindy What? I was like, whoa. Um, okay, so. I feel like we talked about this. We did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That somebody took his side? 
allegedly, supposedly. Yeah. Uh, okay. It sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, right. Uh, I know. So it's Trying the, to get to the drawer. The gray matter. Mm-hmm. Where's the drawer? Mm-hmm. Brain cells take 60 years to yeah. regenerate. It's left of the spatula. Oh. You're going to find it behind well, the... The problem is I don't remember where I left the spatula. Behind the matches, next Great. to the can opener. Okay. And she was like... She never actually said anything. Because this story was delivered to us via exclusive sources and gossip. Okay. Now, let's try to narrow down the actress herself. Does she worked with Jason Sudeikis? No, but she worked with someone closely associated oh, oh, with Jason oh, Sudeikis. Oh, oh, oh. Mm, Colleen. And somebody just tweeted us, but I, I don't, I'm not going to look. Okay. Uh, we know this story. <sighs> You was this while Colleen was gone? Perhaps some of the story. She's the one who's with. Uh, the, no, you were here. Uh, she was with the um, the guy who works on Ted Lasso. He produced Ted Lasso. He's a uh, late. Uh, oh God, who is this? It's this. He directed. He directed an of Ted episode, Lasso. and it's his girlfriend. Yeah, he also had his own series. Called Scrubs. Zach Braff. Zach Braff. And it's Florence Pugh. There you go. We got there. Yes! We got there. Florence oh. Pugh. And let's just honor Twitter because I think, yep, Panda guessed it. Florence oh, Pugh. Thank you, Panda. Yeah. So Florence Pugh and Jason Sudeikis have become very close since Florence took Jason's side in a battle between exes. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that one made me sweat. Let's do another one. Okay. Blinded by the item. Get out the gold bond medicated powder for hey. our next celebrity gossip mystery. Although this one, you guys are, you're going to get right away. At this point, the illiterate talk show host has very few supporters who are close to her. Oh. Everyone who was her in her inner circle wants a piece of the money and are throwing her under the bus to any tabloid who has a check to write. Oh, Wendy, Wendy Williams! Williams. hmm It's a sad one. Yeah. So Wendy Williams is not surrounded by folks who are supportive of her because everyone... Who was in Wendy Williams' inner circle wants a piece of money, and they're throwing I mean, Wendy Williams under the bus to a tabloid who perhaps has a check to offer them. I do just want to take Empty to task a little bit. Yeah. It's so obvious. So obvious. Like, give me something I don't know. Right? Because <laughs> that was predictable. I could write that blind item. Mm. You know, there's not a lot of people, clearly, that are serving her well around her. But that's probably because she's in New York and not near her family. Do you guys remember yesterday... Um, at all? Kind of. Do I remember <laughs> yesterday at all? I mean, but do you remember uh, yesterday I sent you guys a video from her um, podcast? The you know how the uh, what is the name of it? She yeah has they a, did like there's a teaser on that yeah, like alleged podcast that's been Instagram. Removed. Not surprised. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I think they are on to us being on to them. Mm. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, somebody's just trying to make money off her. Yeah, it's so sad. More celebrity gossip mysteries. This one concerning three celebrities, and their names have been revealed. 
solve this. This late night actor was going to try and come back to the United States to do an intervention with the three name rapper, but would need a private jet to do so to make sure he was back on set on time. The illiterate reality star refused to let him use her jet. So is it Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian and three named rapper? Mm -hmm. Am I right on the first two? Okay, so that might explain a little bit about the uh, breakup. breakup. Um, rapper, three named rapper, and what he was interv- he was doing an intervention with him. Pete or he Davidson wanted to, do wanted to do an intervention with this three name rapper who is semi associated to the greater Kardashian Jenner orbit. Hey. Uh... I don't know. Mm -hmm. Do we know this person? Yes. Okay. Like the name would come off our tongue. Yes. Okay. So that would be Little. uh, No. Little. (laughs) I'm just trying to think of three names that I can put together. I'm coming up with a ton of rappers with two names. Yeah. Yeah. But or we one. need one with three. Mm-hmm. This person's been leaning more and heavily into their rock persona as of late. Mm. Oh, Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, Thank you. yes. There it's it so obvious. obvious. I didn't know he was a rapper. That's how he got his start. Okay. Again, yeah. not versed in the Machine Gun Kelly. MGK. I would also just like to point out there has been an absence of machine, uh, machine, machine gun, gun Kelly. And... Um, Michigan, what's her name? Megan, Megan Fox. Fox. We haven't seen. They've not been out and about a lot lately. Yeah, they've been not publicationshipping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seems oh. like you know what. I'm just saying that's like I believe this. This smells right to me. Yeah. So this blind item was credited to being on August 1st before it was announced that Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson had broken up. So Pete Davidson allegedly, supposedly, was going to try and come back to the United States to do an intervention with Machine Gun Kelly. But he'd need a private jet to do so to make sure Um, he was back on the set on time, and Kim Kardashian refused to let him use her jet. But also, her private jet went to see Pete Davidson in Australia and then came back. Interesting. So, he could have hopped a ride. We know this because Bradley Trainer keeps track. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. All right. Yeah. More more of this story hopefully will be revealed at some point. I would like that. Oh, man. We don't have any more time. No. Darn it. Oh, okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we have got to take a little trip over to the conversation that we touched on a little bit earlier uh, about Jason Sudeikis. Bradley Trainer has uh, done some work on behalf of the children, and he's got an update for us on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, Bradley Trainer has an update regarding kind of the kerfuffle around the uh, child custody, uh, you know, shakeup that led to Olivia Wilde being served by Jason Sudeikis's lawyer. Can you give us the full update, Bradley? Like, bring us up to present. Yeah, basically, Olivia Wilde won her first uh, case against Jason Sudeikis, at least in their custody. Uh, battle. Jason Sudeikis had a custody petition against Olivia Wilde, and that has been dismissed. And now that uh, happened after a judge said basically 
The kids live in California. So let me back up. The case was originally brought against uh, his ex, Olivia Wilde, in New York City family court over their kids back in October of 21. Now, they share son Otis and daughter Daisy. Uh, They're eight and five, respectively. Um, Olivia wants them in Los Angeles, where... And then page six is delightfully telling us that's where Harry Styles resides. Mm. But of course, Jason wants them to live in Brooklyn. Olivia has also said she wants to live uh, in London eventually, but we'll get to that in a moment. So in this particular petition, um, the judge is like, yeah, no, these kids reside in California. So trying to bring this motion in New York is not going to hold water. So you can't do that, which means that Olivia Wilde uh, essentially wins by default, right? Right. But uh, that that is not going to address whether or not these kids can go to London with her if she decides to move there, which she has said she wants to do, I think in like 2023 or something. So, you know, that would be that would be something that would need to be dealt with in a later time because it would have to happen in California. I I find it. This is the thing I find fascinating about a story like this is it's, you know, this is not something that only celebrities go through with um, children and a decision about moving, et cetera. Like at the end of the day, the judge's job is to do what's right by the kids. And so, you know, we talk about it in terms of Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis, but you're, you know, it looks like she won, but really the kids won because that is where they live mm-hmm. is in L.A. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, it's so frustrating to me to hear these grown adults who brought these children into the world having to use the legal system to help decide what's right and best for the children. Yeah. Like, I mean, that should be their Jason, priority to Jason Sudeikis. These he his home is in New York. So these kids should you know, he should be able to fight for these kids in New York. The judge was like, no, technically their home is in California. So to determine parental relationship going forward, we're going to need to do this in California. That's all this really means. So it's not that their custody issues are done or that, you know, when when page six says that Olivia Wilde, what's the actual headline here? Olivia Wilde wins first custody battle. She might win the battle, but is she going to win the war? Because we don't know yet uh, what the outcome of their, you know, this determining what parental relationship exists that will now take place likely in California later this month. It does make me wonder what, like who was advising Jason Sudeikis in filing that in New York in the first place. Right. Well, cause if it had been decided, I, I again, I don't know what the, like, you know, if any, if, if any legal expert would have been like, it's dumb, don't do that. You're not going to win. Or if it was like, well, if, if it works here, then you then are better off. Better place. So sure, now that, that it sense. won't work out there. But again, you know, we, we read a story yesterday or talked about, a, uh, an item from the news that she was potentially thinking about moving to London mm-hmm. with the kids. Well, I mean, that has not been decided. And I would imagine depending on whatever parental relation or, uh, parental, obligation exists after this trial again i'm not you know versed i might be a legal expert in some cases thank you but in family law you got me i don't know it's not my thing i didn't take that correspondence course i do think too you said this yesterday and i think this is probably um a difficult 
kind of narrative for people who are big fans of Ted Lasso to navigate because he does not come off looking very good in this story. Not because he filed this in the first place. That's not it. But he said right off the bat, he didn't know that she was going to be served in the way that she was served in that very public and embarrassing way. And what is sort of being you know, not front and center alongside this story, but is being reported alongside this story is that he very much knew and that this was part of the move. Yeah, I, you know, like he says, I didn't have any idea this was going to happen. Now, again, this was through a source, but, um, you know, she's like, uh, hi, these legal tactics are atrocious. He could have done this discreetly. He has embarrassed me. He's made it clear that, um, you know, he is going to be a thorn in my side and Mm. therefore we're going to have to uh we're going to have to fight it out for custody in los angeles i just think like you 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 referenced this earlier i don't understand like i just maybe i'm i'm like one of those people like i don't like to take painkillers okay Mm -hmm. i know you're like what does this have to do with anything yeah i was i I don't i'm waiting for the story i don't like to take painkillers like they're there i'm grateful for them if i need them if right. worse comes to worse, I'll use them. But I feel the same way about like a family court. Like right. I, I would be doing everything in my power to avoid having to go to court to determine the future relationship that I have with my children. It's not that I think it's bad if you do it. And sometimes it's necessary mm-hmm. and it's there for a reason. Thank God. Mm-hmm. But I would just if if I were a very privileged, resourced person like Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde Mm -hmm. and there wasn't some sort of manipulative pathological acute problem right why are you in court right well so and that's the part that I find kind of gross is like it's not like you um it's going to be hard to to build a case, at least to the general public, that Olivia Wilde needs to move to, I'm going to say, uh, England, even though that's not part of what we're uh, yeah, directly yeah. discussing right now. But in the future, that like that that's something she needs to do in order to work. I don't think she's going to be able to build that case very easily because we look at her and we go, okay, well, a lot of celebrities commute. Yeah. And work for a few months in a place. Right. So my point is, these are a bunch of adults that are arguing about where they want to live. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the kids are the. the like you got the kids. Figure that's it what's out. frustrating about it. Like what, what would you do if the court wasn't here? Right. Again, if he's abusive, she's abusive. He's lying. She's lying. Totally he's different story. All of the, you know, yeah. then I have, I have more understanding for why you need a, an impartial third party. But. But if you and we haven't heard that in this case, which I no. think is why I'm making this point, like, I just from where we're the sitting, two of you can't figure this yeah, out. It's arguing, the same thing with yeah. Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, although I kind of understand Angelina Jolie's point of view. If, in fact, Brad Pitt was abusive with his children. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's exhausting. God, it's you so celebrities hard are figuring out other people's lives for them. Just figure it out. Uh, speaking of figuring it out, we got something we got to figure out and we need your help. Uh, what genre of comedy should we do for PD&D? Uh, we'll take your suggestions. 651-641-1071 after this on My Talk 1071.